Welcome back to Cargumentative, a show where men with absolutely no sense of romance are joining you guys on Valentine's Day to talk about cars and all things automotive. I'm Thomas Faulkner, your host from the Sunday Times, and uh, as usual, I'm joined by... I'm Mark Polito. I'm Mike Salomon, which I, I just for the record, I think mm. it is quite romantic. We had uh, some nice alone time with the car on the way here. Bromance. In the, yeah, it was. What car did you bring? Oh, the 4 Alpha C. 4 C. It was very slidey. Are you going to mm. be dragoning later on? <laughs> dragoning? In the man cave alone? <laughs> Lit only by the doll's house sign. <laughs> and the buzz of Welcome neon. back, Mark. Mark's been missing for two episodes. Yeah. I've missed, you. I've missed you guys. We thought you went rogue, started your own mm. podcast. Well, listen, you guys sort of started your own one, but um, it's, <laughs> great, it's great to be back. It is good. Man. I think we are romantic. I think you're romantic. Yeah. I've seen you. I saw that photo. It was on your WhatsApp profile once of you biting, no, holding a rose between your teeth. Of course. <laughs> Looking you know quite I mean. debonair. Yeah, of course. Um, speaking of pizza, mm. um, the, uh, we are romantic. I had pizza this evening. Mm. Um, That's only know, because you had nothing to eat any other food. <laughs> load shedding is an issue at the moment. Um, but um, I just think that our partners are all very understanding and they allow us to be here very kind on so Valentine's Day so that we can have our bromance, our four-man bromance. Uh, I cleverly did it yesterday. What did what? Valentine's Day. Ah, sorry, Duke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And everyone in the restaurant that was doing the same thing as me, I said to my wife, I'd employ all of these people. They are so clever. You, <laughs> you cheap bastard. That it is. And also not standing in queues to do things in as like a like a lamb. I know this is car related. Yeah, it? guys, this is all a right. car yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Enough of it. Just Enough bring it, it back on topic, please. Yeah. And um, we're going to start off with some news as we always do. Um, apparently. Johannesburg. It's the most congested city in Johannesburg. I mean, <laughs> South Africa. The most congested <laughs> city so, in Johannesburg. All in Cape Town. Yeah. I, that article, I think I sent it to you this week. You did? I, from, uh, a I was, I was surpri- from a rival media house. From a rival media house. I was surprised. I also thought that Cape Town would be the most congested yeah. city. Yeah, so but Cape Town's only, um, only like, got congestion at lunchtime. Because the people who are arriving no, it's uh, all time. arriving late are bumping into the people who are leaving early. So there's, <laughs> there's crazy so amount, there's, say, there's, there's, going home. There's, there's crazy so. amounts of traffic at lunchtime. <laughs> Cape Townians have gotten used to that traffic, and it's not really brought on by things like traffic lights that don't work and people who can't drive in the rain. Because Cape Town's used to the rain, and they've always had narrow and a lack of roads, mm. so they're used to it. And so they've never been able to drive. For either. us, conditions just get worse. And more people getting into cars. Well, I'll read what what is said here in the study. Johannesburg was South Africa's most congested city in 2018, where commuters sat in traffic roughly 119 hours a day, or nearly five days. A new report says... 119 hours a a day. And I think that there's some serious... 119 um, hours a day. Yeah, why? 119 hours a month. 119 hours a year. Yeah. Or 119. Oh, what did I say? 119 hours a day? Yeah. No, that's impossible. 119 hours a year. <laughs> or five, or so nearly five, five days. days. This is traffic. written very badly. I didn't write this. I'm just it's a rival media out. house. You, you're making it look bad. Yeah. While Cape Townians lost more hours of traffic than Johannesburg at 162 hours, the most in South Africa, 
The report noted that rush hour congestion in Johannesburg was often worse than that in Cape Town. I think you'd be better at this if you made up the stats. It's confusing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So technically Cape Town so Cape is worse. Town is worse. But Joburg is worse. No, but I think it depends Joburg's on where. Joburg's worse like at rush hour. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, but if you go anywhere near the four-ways area, that place is a disaster. So four let's speak, put. Let's speak to <laughs> someone who's Let's speak to someone who's figured all of this out, this whole traffic thing, right? Mark gave up a few months ago and just bought an old C-class. I did. So he doesn't have to worry. He just sort of lies back Wafts. kind of in a semi-reclined position. It's fantastic. I really don't feel it as badly as I used and, to. And, so and has it helped? Yeah, it has well, helped. Well, well, let's, well, let's deal with I mean, because this is like a car show. So before we talk about like wafting along, apparently you beat another car in a race. I beat a uh, Toyota 86. In a C-Class. In a C-Class. In and, a drag and, race. And he knew he was racing? And he knew he was racing, and it had a big wing on the back. And it that's had his why. name on the back, on the, on the license why. plate. That, the, <laughs> the big wing slows them down Does it slow them tremendously. Down. I, I, we were both shocked. I was shocked I beat him in my diesel C-Class without really trying. Mm. And he I'm was shocked. quite mock. It's all a talk, but. It is all a talk, but. Oh. Talk and talk. <laughs> okay, so that that section of news made no sense. The figures were, that are obviously wrong, conflicting. But uh, here's something that does make sense. Industry consultant J.D. Power's closely watched study measures the number of problems experienced per 100 vehicles during the past 12 months by original owners of, two in, of 2016 model year vehicles with a lower score reflecting higher quality and dependability. Lexus had a score of 106 problems per 100, the 2019 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study showed. Porsche and Toyota ranked second with a score of 108 each. Porsche and Toyota, hey? Yeah, they're tied for second place. And you know who came stone last? Who? Lada. Crossing the line with the most passion, Fiat. Yeah, oh, that's no surprise. Mm. And so Alfa Romeo? An, I don't know. So what's an average score? I don't In know. In other words, how good is Lexus versus how bad is Fiat? I don't know. We know Lexus make a good car. You're not answering any of my questions. No, so. I'm just saying that Lexus is the most no dependable one, car. It is. But can there we, we go. But can no we one even drives it hard server? enough to break anything. Yeah. Just they don't <laughs> get out a second. Yeah, it's almost like a C-class Merc. It just it doesn't beg to be yeah. driven. Yeah, it is. Fine, fine. Fine. Lexus okay. is reliable. Great. We know it. Yeah. Okay. Here's it's something true. that's quite quirky, Okay. which kind of appeals to me. Um, you know, last year, Ford made that, that boot. The uh, conveyor belt yeah, boot, yeah. which is kind of cool. Yeah. What did we call it? The, we gave it a cool it was, name. It was something to do... Something we, Ata. We would turn it... Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But they've, yeah. They've, they've, they've done one better. So they've taken car technology and mm. they've put it into the bedroom. Ford's made a lane-keeping assist bed that uses the same technology that keeps their cars from not <laughs> veering off lanes. And it senses... Keeps the husband and wife, wife in their lanes. Yeah, so if you <laughs> if you happen to be sharing a bed with somebody who always, always steals the space, okay, yeah. it automatically senses that and then tilts it. Bloop. Really? Yeah, so <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's excellent. Because I'm one of those people who always suffers and always gets the raw deal in bed. <laughs> That's so, not what I've heard. <laughs> that was a special Valentine's. That was to uh, all, those, there. all those <laughs> people out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thomas, tell, uh, thank you, let, Ford. Let's talk about a little bit of exciting news. So, mm. I, had the, so I had the good fortune of going to the um, the Festival of Speed. No, I think there was it the Extreme Festival at um, at Swartkops, and I watched you race. Oh yeah, it was right. a hell of a day that, eh? Good day. I reckon there must have been twenty thousand people there. Could be. 
Yeah. Absolutely so what kind of cars? spectacular. I missed it. I, I mean, there was literally everything from from uh, single seaters all the way up to to Lambos, like like um, Gallardo with V10s and all kinds of things like that. That that mad um, Aston Vantage. Oh, the GT3. Yeah, that they was dem- dem- demolition. But but our uh, our colleague here drove the wheels off the car. And I, I must admit, what are you I, driving, I, Tom? What kind of Lexus? Oh, I, I mean. I, I did. I, I've got to just say that I, that there were two promo girls there, and I just said, "Of course, there were." That, Mark. That, that that's my my that's my, that's my, that's my, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, they were they were suitably impressed. Did it help? Excellent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was we're good. Very fun. proud of it Thomas. It was a good time. He but, certainly does. But it's an international nice event, right? Properly. I mean, you've got cars coming from all over the world. Is that true? Yeah. Well, look, it's it's historically been known as the Piper Day because David Piper basically used to come out for it. No, he did. He was there. Yeah. He was there. And he still comes out. But this is where it gets confusing because it's not changed. It's, so the headlining act for the whole day were extreme supercars, but it's supposed to be a classics day. You know, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be but the it best. But wa- it was largely classics. It, it, I mean, yeah, but... The, it is the title, but, but the headline the headline show was extreme cars, yeah. and and the classics didn't even get into the main pit lane. It was just extreme cars, and we were all like kicked out into the back, hidden behind sheds. No, and no, but we were the, the spectators were better for it because it was total access to it, and those were the cars you really wanted to walk around. No, but it's not. So, what are the extreme not, cars? Remind it, me. It's not the point of the day. The what point are the extreme is cars? Like Lamborghinis and, and souped-up Astons and oh, okay. MR2 things. So it's that uh, big, what those are the big budget guys. The rest of them are just sitting at the and, and gentlemen racing. But I think the you know in the end, like walking around and seeing those cars up close, um, and, uh, it, was, it was a great thing. And also mm. to see those massive V8s, those uh, where they, I think Sorrel was driving the, the Galaxy yeah. and that. I mean to watch those things dr- racing wheel to wheel on on a small track. Yeah. Sure. And there, some, cool. and there were some expensive cars there. I mean, I was sharing a pit with uh, a Swedish gentleman who had come over from Sweden, oh, obviously. Funny that. And um, he had a, a 1965 911, 2-liter. That's first year of production. First no, year of no, production. No. Second, no, year. second, second Ford. Or maybe it was, I don't know. It was either 64 or 65, but it was one of 300 and something built nice. in that production two period. 2-liter, yeah. And it was worth a fortune. I mean, if he he is actually quite keen to sell it, and and he said he would ask yeah. about two hundred and thirty thousand euros. Wow! And sure. and that car was out on the track doing its thing. Awesome. Uh, there were some other Swedish gents who had uh, original GT forties as well. Oh, and that's nice. So you know, there's some. I, I was quite devastated because my favourite looking car of the day mm-hmm. was that um, the the Lancia. The it looked like a like a I don't know what is it an S four. I don't know what. what oh, was that Lancia, yeah, that that that. It, it just it just looked amazing with Martini livery, but very it slow. Looked, no, no, like it was like it was a be- it got beaten by a Beetle. Mm. Really? It, yeah. And it sounded like Quite an Armateria turbo. Yes, it did actually. Exactly the same. And when you looked at it from the back, it looked like there was just basically a ladder underneath. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure actually what that thing originally was. I don't know. What are the what are the rules of the. No, it's no longer called the David Piper International. Well, it's the passion for speed. So if you crash your car, do you have to pay David Piper? Uh, that, <laughs> if you're that, a journalist. Yeah. Oh, That's only if you're a journalist okay. and you yeah. break. I'm so, and pleased that he, I'm so pleased mm. that he came out. He comes out to visit us every year. What a nice man. He's oh, a nice no, man. he might sue me. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's, you know, Let me not say anything bad. No, don't. <laughs> mm. Go look it up, guys. Um, so from classics to, to, to a, a new car, um, Mini John Cooper Works GP. There's a new one coming out, 2020 model. Saw that. Oh, it's going to have 220 kilowatts. Cool. It's a lot. It's I a really, lot of kilowatts. I, I really just. Everything's got that. I think the new Golf R as well, similar. 228, if I'm not wrong. Mm. No, but 
it's going to be over 220. So it's probably going to be up in the 230s maybe. But it's uh, about half the size of a Golf R. And it's front-wheel drive. And it's front-wheel drive. Is it really half the size? I don't think so anymore. It's really small. But but Mm. yesterday morning at gym, um, a friend of mine rocked up in a Mini Cooper Works GP, like Mm. Jacques. Which one? The, the supercharged the, the one? Supercharged. Those are the best and ones. It sounds so good. Yeah. It sounds so good. And it just looks like I, I genuinely would buy that like quickly. I can genuinely see you in one of those. Sure. But I, th- yeah. this new one looks outrageous. Wings like an Aventador SVJ yeah. that curl over the top. And, uh, it's brilliant. Right, cool looking. Talking thing. about that. There is an SVJ sitting at um, at Lamborghini. We need to go see it. We do need to go yeah, and see that. We thing. need to go have a look. That's worth a pilgrimage, I think. It is, yeah. and, and and I mean, it may sound odd, this, but at Up ten million rand, it actually seems like reasonable value compared. What to reasonable value? Well, think about it. It's like the, it's probably like the last of a breed. But if you compare it to like all the specials that come out on the other cars, it's just I don't know. Oh yeah, if you compare it to McLaren and, and the likes, yeah. No, you I know suppose. the Senna is like three times the price. It also has a better gearbox though. Yeah. What, I Senna? like the look of that thing. The SVJ <laughs> looks fantastic. Yeah, but uh, it, I think it is hampered a little bit by its old school it's gearbox. We've nice discussed car. it before. I, I drove one around Carlami for a few laps. What an Aventador! Yeah. yeah, I drove another day. Yeah, yes, you did. But and it's you reported yeah. back. But it's not to supposed us. to be Mark good. Mark doesn't remember because he wasn't here. It's supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be mad. The Performante really is it mad. mad. It's hmm. mad to look so at. I drove an not SVJ an Aventador. At Saul, and I drove uh, Performante. You have been abusing journalist privilege, haven't you? <laughs> Performante is incredible. You need to drive one. It's compared to the, the Aventador, it's mind blowing. Uh, we are out of time for new segments, so I'm calling it done. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the interweb. <laughs> Welcome back to Cargumentative. In this section, we're going to talk about the interweb, which is what middle-aged men like ourselves like to call the internet. Mm-hmm. So the internet and cars, okay, um, it's changed the way we, we interact with cars, buy cars, maintain cars. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what what did know, people do before the Well, that's interweb? it. I mean, I can remember going into, into shops and buying, well, not buying, because you could get it free, like the auto trader. Remember those? You well, get those free oh, supplements, yeah. and you could just like... Look at classics and look at this and look at. There that were like hundreds of pages of tiny pictures of yeah, cars. It was brilliant. They even had spare parts and. Yeah. I've actually got the auto trader copy. I think where I bought my first Porsche. It's somewhere in the yeah. garage. I'm really? just going to see if I can That's find cool. it. Yeah. But, really but, cool. but an interesting thing is actually I met with the CEO of Auto Trader. It's like we're one of the sister companies of ours, and it's quite intriguing that the auto the auto trader oh, platform no. is not just simply to buy and sell cars now. It's some, it's it's sort of like for everything automotive. And these these the actual purchase decision just comes by virtue of all the information that you get and and the fact that you're constantly like being exposed to to like like different well, like car things. So it's like quite important from like a manufacturer's perspective to try and get all the stuff, and that's why you see like all the press releases that they do. You so see, I, I I would never read anything press related on Auto Trader. I go there single mindedly. It's the same as cars.co.za. Yeah, that, that's actually I they, find better than they, Auto they, Trader. They claim they, that's to the competition. Be, yeah. Yeah. They claim to be a you know where people go to read about cars. I I don't buy that. I think somebody will go there no, that to look for cars. Single mindedly thinking I want a Lexus and they quickly go onto Auto Trader and they and they and they select. Well it's turned everyone into a professor because everyone thinks they know the value of cars now that they can just go and Look on Auto Trader. Yeah. You get that all the time. Well, I saw that's worth that on Auto Trader. 
people have to understand that's not what it sells for. That's just the advertised price. Yeah. This is very important in the well, car industry. It depends if you can haggle or not. Yeah, if it it's Mark Polluter, you can maybe knock off a quick twenty grand or thirty grand. If it's Tom Faulkner, you'll if probably end up paying five grand. grand more because. But as platforms, you know, as platforms go, uh, we, we said cars. Let's see how does it is. I think it's coming to its own now, because it's so much. Um, there's so many more parameters that you can adjust to find your perfect match. Whereas Autotrader was very limited. I'll only use Autotrader. Really? Yeah, but that's because cars.co.za is, is seen as a rival publication. Rival publication. Oh, so, come no, on, we don't, man. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give them hits. Well, I give Autotrader hits. I think, hits. I think there's uh, the, the no. access to, so we're talking about car buying on the internet yeah. now. I think the access to the internet for a car buyer, particularly in the used market, has made a massive change. As you say, you can now whittle down and narrow down your search to exactly what you think you're looking for. Yeah. Previously, you would have had to buy various newspapers and magazines or mm. picked up the auto trader or and page through and torn out pages, circled things until you had a list of short, yeah. uh, a short list and then maybe followed up each lead. Would have taken forever. And what it doesn't allow you to do is to look nationally. So I think what's fascinating is how easy it is to look all around the country for cars. And people are it's, buying them nationally. People are now. buying them yeah. nationally. It's not so it's not out of the question to buy no. a car from Durban if you're in Joburg or from Cape Town if you're in Joburg. Yeah. And you may not have known about that car ever if you'd only been reading the local publications. It's quite interesting. I well, I, I think that there are, there are a few dynamics that come in. I, I'm not sure that it's only the internet, but it's also only the, the allied social media that come with it. So look at WhatsApp and all these WhatsApp groups. The reality of it is now you can go if you want to buy a classic car. I think with the network that we've got, you'd go and find it on the internet. You'd go and, onto OLX or junk mail or whatever it may be. I would hazard a guess that within a few hours, we could unearth exactly the story with that car, yeah. the problems with it, all that type of thing. So yeah, it makes it a lot easier to go and buy a car, or at least a lot less scary to go and do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, also, as a seller, you've also got to realize that you're, you're not going to be able to, to offload a lemon that easily. So we've said it before, a high-profile car with, with social media, and, and if you have an incident... That car's tainted for life. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's why I stay. I keep my I keep my cars off social media, except the Daihatsu, because nobody will buy that anyway. <laughs> no, you could have an incident in that, and it would sell just as easily. Well, you guys would sell it. Right? I thought it, it had, had an incident. Pass it off as a it dishwasher. It looks like a car that's had an incident. Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the ninety degree angles are too perfect. So interesting. I went on to cars. What's it called? Uh, cars and Classics. UK. Mm. Which is, I suppose, a very prominent classic car kind of search engine. Let's call it that. And they were actually doing crowdfunding. Yeah, it was weird. I went on to it two nights ago. And the first page you presented with is a crowdfunding page. And its value is astronomically high in pounds. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, brilliant. So these, these, so these, these search engines for cars are worth a fortune because the hits that they get on them daily is huge. I'm well, sure. that's the thing because I find them addictive like if i have a downtime or if i have some downtime i will automatically like go onto my laptop grab my phone and and start searching for things because i'll think of a car and i think i wonder how much they are exactly haggerty valuation tool you can spend hours yeah Yeah, you can but even auto trader i mean i spend countless hours you know how cape tonians spend one hundred eighty-five thousand hours a day (laughs) caught in traffic (laughs) that's how much i spend 
on AutoTrader in Searching a year. Searching for Lexa. Like, Absolutely. Well, Most just anything. Anything random. Like you'll see a car and think, oh, yeah, that. Yeah. I wonder how much those are. And yeah. then you go and you search so and you see. And Look, then on and cars then, with CRZ, you can even search down to the color. So you, you can put in specs like your car make, yeah. the model. You can do that on AutoTrader. Di- no, you can't. Yes, petrol you can. or diesel, automatic or manual. AutoTrader, you can do all of that stuff. You but can. you can't choose the color. Yes, you can. Can you? You just yeah. You type it in as a keyword. Oh, you type it Red. in as a keyword. Oh, bush. Who cares about the your color? Your poor little fingers. <laughs> uh, just typing <laughs> well, in silver. Is it orange, orange, but but talking about color though. Yeah. The the thing that that we'll probably all blush about is how much time we spend on car configurators. Oh, absolutely. I mean, no I mean, question. Yeah, Don't when, deny it. When, when you go and you configure oh, a, a, a configure a Ferrari in, in a beautiful green color with a with a with like an olive interior. I spent a lot of time on the Aston Martin DBS configurator. That was mm. my favorite one. Lovely. Yeah. Most recently the Caterham configurator kept oh, me that's busy cool. for that's a fun. long time. Oh. That's a lot of fun. The AC Mono. There's not that mm. many things to choose from. No, you've got actually got a lot of colours, but, but then I mean, you can start putting carbon fiber packages. We we're talking about buying let's say mostly used cars using the online search engines. But what's what's also changing is the ability to buy new cars online. And I think, you know, in the very near future we'll probably be purchasing them. Really? Online. Yeah. Why well, not? You can specify. So first of all, you've already established if you're going to go and buy a Corolla, they throw you the keys. <laughs> <laughs> no. So first of all, just go and say whichever one fits. When you're going to buy a Corolla, you send them a WhatsApp. <laughs> send me a car. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it's it looks. Matter what just send one. It's a drive through pickup. I need wheels. Send me a car. The reply message is: Are you an Uber driver? <laughs> <laughs> So the, the point is that these configurators that we spend time on are designed to funnel you into the sales experience. Yeah. Yeah. And once you've locked down the spec that you want, it usually generates a QR code or an email to a dealership that you, at the very least, can walk into the dealership with and then spec a real car that way. Wow. That's or okay. it starts to be specced and ordered electronically already. So depending on which manufacturer you're talking about, for example, Tesla in the States, it's an online order system. You never step foot in a I dealership. I didn't know that. That's incredible. You mm-hmm. configure everything online, and the car is actually delivered to you at your house when it's ready. And so I think that's probably where things are going. Yeah. But doesn't that so take out some of the fun? Things. Of course it does, Absolutely. but it's a Tesla buyer. He's not really into cars. I mean, yeah. He's no, into no. getting from A to B. I mean, let, let's be clear. That, Same as Toyota. That, that's exactly. pretending that, that you're going to buy a car. When you're actually not, it's one of the best things in the world. <laughs> I, I remember when I was like 20, I, I was I, adamant I had to drive a Ferrari, and I was—I used to go there and pretend that I was really going to buy it. And the <laughs> way I remember the first time that that the salesman said, "Like, do you want to go for a drive?" I, I like thought I was going to have a heart attack. I was no, so excited. You, you, you need to play you. the game, though. You got to go. Oh, not today. No, I'm no. busy. I've got like I did. I did. I think I played it. I'm, I think I'm in a little bit of a rush. But I'll come back tomorrow. I'll try and squeeze it between my so, meetings. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to step back from buying new because okay. I'm a journalist and I'll, I'll never be able to buy a new car. But I can buy used cars. And what's cool about the internet is that you can find buyer's guides for, for second-hand cars. Mm. And, yes. that's, and that's really changed the way you can go out and purchase a car because you can Absolutely. quickly do a like, little search up, say, 2005 Lexus IS300 buyer's guide. Yeah, what breaks on it? Apparently nothing. Nothing. Change the water pump, change the timing belt. Sweet. Those but are the two main problems of, of that car. In spite of the fact that you insist on only using Lexus examples, yeah. I'm yeah. absolutely right. In a Lexus but what's, of mine. what's so interesting is is so it's buying guides mm. for the car that you might be looking for. 
but also access to old uh, old journalism. So the old yeah. road tests, old period road, test. road tests is available on the internet. Forums about whatever car you want. So people who own them or have owned them are discussing it with each other, discussing common problems. Yeah, that's um, also great. You can type so in much, so much information. Chain tension. So I was actually Absolutely. on a buyer's guide last night. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, for an old car from the 60s. And with from start to finish on this buyer's guide, I knew everything that I needed to know about the car. Down Absolutely. to no, where they rust and uh, more, what, more, what more engine components fail. More about this in future episodes. More, maybe, more to come. Maybe, maybe yeah. yeah. Um, and for the, this week, I was, I was battling to find out if a particular car came with a particular feature. And I mm. thought that it's a kind of feature that would be mentioned inside the owner's manual. And it's an 11-year-old or 12, 13-year-old car. And I managed to find the owner's manual online. In PDF Yeah, format. you can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I've got it. I mean, for the, what for an the incredible I've, 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 got, I've actually got a workshop manual. I've so, got an app on my phone with a workshop manual for my absolutely. car. Absolutely. I mean, so it, I think 10, 50, well, I mean, when internet in South Africa, 95? I mean, that's not that long ago. But it's no. changed the car ownership and car buying experience. It's amazing, the resources that you have. In and yeah. another cool thing about it is... If you like to tinker with cars and you want to know how to do something, oh, yes. you can get onto YouTube and you can say yeah, how to do this that. and yes, that. Yes, exactly. And then, and then you can quickly – and that's quite cool. Like, Imagine you are on a road trip in your classic Porsche 911 and the fan bolt breaks, which is exactly what would probably happen to me. I don't know how to change it, but I've got the tools and I can quickly go onto YouTube how to do that and you can you can get an idea on so, how to do it. So a little known fact, I actually restored a car once upon a time and I did a blog on it. Using nothing but YouTube. And no, no, no. So I did it on a, an Alfa Romeo forum website. And I, yeah, I mean, it's had like something like 27,000 hits. So people have learned from my rebuild. Hmm. On how, and the comments are amazing. Hmm. I mean, still I'm getting comments this week. People telling me how they're thankful they are with the pictures I took and how helpful it was. Yeah. So you, you've become a, a valuable resource. Yeah, and it's fun. Just yeah. don't ask him how to get the steering right on an old Alpha Spider because he hasn't no. quite got that right yet. But the color. I don't think they ever got it right new. It's not so. important. <laughs> or the color. I, I, I use the internet. Or the Sorry. color. What is wrong or with you two? Yeah. It should be green. It's, it's red, hold right? the it's it should be pink. <laughs> it was green when it came out the factory. Exactly. So. Resell red I, now. I, I have a, a, an interesting stat that I use to gauge the, the health of the market and it's... Uh, I, I like to call it uh, the Salomon Ferrari Index. Um, <laughs> about a year right. ago, there used to be on a, in a on a weekly basis there used to be about a hundred Ferraris for sale in South Africa on Auto Trader. Now, obviously, there are more Ferraris being sold all the time, so you'd have an, uh, there and there obviously more Ferraris in the country. But at the moment, there are around 155. Now, that's a significant increase in. It's an all-time of cars. high. And I think that I think that there, it, it's a sign of the the market being a lot softer. People are trying to get out of these things. You're seeing them on the market for a long time. The speculators. Yeah. So if you're really watching the market carefully like that, you'll also know when is right to go and make silly offers on cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's a gauge for that. That's mm-hmm. important. Yeah. I think it's a good advice. Um, I want to say, though, that I think that the the most helpful that the Internet's been, in my opinion, from an automotive point of view, is from a, a classic car ownership point of view. So we've alluded to some of the reasons why it makes classic car ownership easy. But in the end, getting parts was always mm. a really big deal. Uh, yeah. Okay. In the past you would have had to perhaps 
phone around internationally even at yeah. international call prices to try and find out who might have the part that you need or even find out which part they think you might need and then pay for the shipment and pay for the calls and you you need to find the correct supplier yeah. it could have taken weeks to find out what you want and then to wait for them to mail you back via snail mail to tell you what the costs Crazy. are and send in you German, a catalog in German, German or um, Italian now no. owning a classic car particularly obviously not one that's one of 29 but something that's relatively common there's parts out there there's people out mm. there if you've if you've got a business selling parts, you're almost certainly on the internet, which means that anyone in the world can contact you and get well, those parts. What? It's so easy. Yeah, so, so mean, on there. Morgan, Porsche, you can, yeah. Pelican you can parts. get it. I mean, Pelican I spent parts a fortune on Pelican incredible. Porsche getting, getting stuff for my Porsche. And Absolutely. It's, 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 it's amazing. You get it's any it's wasn't most it's of it classic ownership. Hey? Wasn't it most of it unnecessary? <laughs> Almost all of it, yes. No, it's not. Uh, it's called preventative maintenance, so thinking <laughs> ahead. When I go back to this restoration I did, and it was probably about six, seven years ago. Except for the steering. Oh, and the color. <laughs> anyway, it, it won the Alpha Concourse, so it's beautiful. And the gearbox. Because <laughs> yeah, you just you bribed them with fresh fruit. <laughs> you, you never actually had to stop working on it because from the time you placed an order for a part to it arriving was three days later yeah, at your wow. door, That's which wow. is amazing. Wow. Wow. I think things have changed. If you tried to do that project 15 years ago, oh. and which is not that much longer ago, I think you would have struggled. Yeah, it'll uh, take you double the time at yeah, least. Yeah. Absolutely. It's amazing. So that's cool. the way uh, the internet's changed our life, being car guys, lives, I should say. Yeah, more, more than just porn. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, if you guys want to let us know how the internet's changed your life, you can hook us up on, on our social media platform, which we like to use as um, Cargumentative on Instagram. With that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to be talk about uh, our fleets. <laughs> Welcome back to Cargumentative. In this segment, because Mike is finally back, we're going to talk about what's been happening in our fleets because we are car guys and we have, that dr we have this addiction where we just can't get enough cars. So many of us own, well, all of us own one, more than one car. Is that technically a fleet then? More than one? Mm. I would say three. <laughs> three. St. Thomas doesn't have a fleet. No, no I used to have a fleet. Because uh, I had three. That's He's right. turned it down. I've turned it down. To a couple. So now you've got a duo. I've got a duo. But you guys have got fleets, and I'd like to hear what's been happening, if there's been any drama. I know Mike's had lots of drama, so I don't know if he Mike, wants to start. Tell Kick us, us what's happening, Mike. Mike. We've so the first bit of drama is just, it's a weird thing, that I use the cars on rotation, and mm. they, they seem to, like, run out of petrol together. So I've, I literally have been to the <laughs> petrol station for, like, eight straight days. <laughs> to fill these things up. So it's a proper the first station, world problem that you're filling up a new car every day for eight But the days. good news is that I can literally go another two months now without it. Like I, I, I won't go into a petrol station. Fair enough, yeah. So Except for the Diablo. I have to fill that thing up every time. I don't trust its fuel gauge and it uses way too much. Because it's <laughs> Italian or just because it's... Uh, it's got a big engine in it. Yeah. Six liters. 5.7. Is, is a lot. Mm. So when you fill up your cars at the petrol station, do you fill them up to the brim, or do no. you just put in like two hundred bucks? Or? No, auto stop. <laughs> auto stop. Okay. Absolutely. Ninety-five really? v, v power. Auto, auto stop. stop. Thank you. Okay. I'm glad we agree on something for once. Auto right, stop yeah. only, everyone. Why? 
Because sometimes you overfill it and it just spills out the overflow. Yeah, exactly. No, man, what's wrong with putting in 200 bucks? That's what I do. Oh, you can do that. Yeah. Well, in, no, the you, in the Diablo, you'll have to go, you'll have to get to the next petrol station. That's what I did when I had your car. When I had your car, I was like, just put 200 bucks in. And I turned it back on size. it didn't do anything. <laughs> That could have been the gauge not working. So, Mikey, what's happening with your cars, man? No, it's actually not looking good at the moment. I've got four cars in the garage. Um, there are, <laughs> there are, there are No, there you are, need to explain which the corollary cars? of that. Yeah. So, you've no, got four there, cars there, in the garage, which means that there are a lot of cars that are not on the road. Aha. Uh-huh. And right. uh, there are some some routine servicing. Some are not yet built. So the BM745 still is not on the road. The bus is still not on the road. Uh, but we're hoping this week. It, it, lit, it this literally week might be bus. tomorrow. It might be tomorrow that I'm nice. driving home. If it's In not, time for the rain. That's yeah. awesome. Ugh, it's fine. My car's, car's dry. Anyway, they're yeah, exactly. They're waterproof. Um, I actually wanted to take it last week on a, on a bachelor party, but it yeah. wasn't ready. And that would have been dirt roads. Well, it's probably so a good thing because there, there probably would have been some drinking in the car, possibly some vomiting in the car. No, no, no. Down the side of the car. No, you, can't, you can drink in the car, but not vomit. But um, <laughs> then, then the 928 having a new instru- instrument cluster fitted tomorrow, which is cool. But it is running. It's just going nicely. Um, and okay. that's really, I'm, I'm, it's this is the great first car. new instrument cluster since you've owned it. Yeah. Okay, just check First it. one of many. Is it expensive? <laughs> no, so we bought a second-hand cluster for okay. 1,500 Rand. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. That should work. Um, 308's got a little bit of a, a, mm. a suspension issue. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, but it's not a big one. It'll be ready in about two weeks. Um, Done. It's gone to, to Karatsuria for that. Oh. Just ask Mark um, Polluted did it for you. He's handy with a welding machine. Oh, I love welding yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. You guys you, could have done it in the afternoon. Have any of you got some welding that I can yeah. do? The GT3 is having a service. I'll come weld it. Oh, no. Okay. Just a service. And and needs new front boots. Needs new front? Front tires. Oh. Because yeah. <clears throat> we know the real ones are just fine. The real ones are just fine. They're maybe a centimeter okay. wider yeah. than they should this be. This is awkward, guys. <laughs> awkward, <laughs> awkward moment <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> wow. Do you want to tell us what happened? No. You don't want to go into it. I don't it. want to talk okay. about okay. this. Are we doing burnouts? No, no he wasn't. We're doing donuts. But Much I've got, worse. I've, but I've got, bigger, I've got bigger tires than with spec. Okay. I will talk about this. What yeah, about the Z3? The M Coupe yesterday. How's the M Coupe? I haven't thought about that quite no, driven. I actually drove it yesterday, and it looks like one of the rear shocks has collapsed. So, uh, unfortunately, I mean, the, the reality with um, with classic car ownership, it sort of can come in waves, and you've got to do a lot of preventative maintenance. So, like, it's time to have all the oil changes done, and I make sure I do it every single year and all that type of thing. So, yeah. Bit of expense coming through this month, but uh, we'll get through it. Do you keep track? Do you have a system? Mm. Excel spreadsheets, books. Um, what so, did I do? So, what needs to so be done? So David keeps on the uh, on on the in the turbo. He's like brilliant. He keeps like files and stuff like that. I've got like if I had to go and create all the service histories, they're all there, but I'd have to go and file them. Like I'm, I'm bad just, at filing. Yeah, I'm not great at filing. I'm somewhere a file. in a pile. File for the Porsche. Hmm. Porsche files, but <laughs> but it's big. Really? Uh, have you? Yeah, it's like uh, a brick. Isn't it still be... broken though? No, it works. No, it works. I okay. just don't bring it out in the rain. <laughs> no, it might melt. Why would you do that? Cars well, aren't for well, driving. That's in exactly. Rain. I'm driving the E in the rain tomorrow. What about you? Must be mad. Yeah, you've got that little corrosion spot above the arch. I wouldn't drive it in the rain. It's going to make it worse. I'll put work. some Q20 on it. These cars are made to be used, Thomas. It's yeah. a car. You can use them when it's not raining. Why? Why only limit yourself to that? Because I don't want to drive it in the rain. Rains for half the time. No. Okay. 
We'll Let's ask Nadav for a fleet update. Yeah. What's been happening in your fleet? Mm. Here's a man who's fastidious yeah. about ma- car maintenance. Here is a man who's actually conflicted. very judgmental on other people's car maintenance habits. Here Listen. is a man whose universe is just this car maintenance quagmire universe. of of doubt, doubt and, and what he should do. Lie awake. We've discussed how I lie awake at night, wondering, you know, what the next service item should be or which exactly. car it should be. Even <laughs> after 26 um, hours flat of no power, yeah, he's right still now, still wondering what car. I'm still wondering. I, uh, my approach to car maintenance is very different to shoestring polluter on the other side of the room. <laughs> Mike's somewhere in the middle, uh, and and you put him in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. I think I was, um, Mark does. Mark does the absolute. Yeah. Uh, Mark does what needs the to minimum. be done. The minimum. Yeah. Mark sort of whittles the what needs to be done into like what could absolutely the bare minimum we could well, do and get away I'm with. I'm the only one who actually does it myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thomas. Thomas is the absolute other extreme. Thomas will just do everything, whether it's required or not. He'll just replace everything. Thomas is yeah. like, I feel like an engine rebuild. Yeah. What? So yeah, I just yeah. feel like one. I think it needed an engine rebuild. Yeah. Like it needed to get, because I think ahead, yeah. stitch in time. The I ignition think system. Do it now. Stitch in time. But it makes yeah. no sense though. It does. Now. No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Now. Of course because, it makes perfect because, sense. No, you're you making the car better. It's called the time value of money. The, the <laughs> further in the distance that you do it, the cheaper it is because you get no, to sit because you get to sit on the cash. So rather just wait for the thing to blow yes, and then but, just do it then. But which we, will never happen on a nine eleven. Yeah, it's a nine eleven. Except we, I mean the tensioner issue. Yeah. We're trading yeah, in issue. in the currency that is the rand. So you, yeah. you you're not guaranteed that in like five years time that money that you sat on is going to be worth what it is now. Okay, so well, that's a whole other so other before it, it all goes to hell, which it might could, do it now. Do it now while the rand's 13.6 as opposed to 25.6. Which, which it was back then. And if you <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. If you had done it three years ago, you would have paid 25% more for all your parts. So we're, okay. So fleet updates. Yeah. All right. Where are we? Let me think. I don't where know. You, I you've got this Porsche, which you, uh, it seems like you might be how How long? In. Well, we, we, how long hasn't your Porsche been at Porsche for? Oh, it's been a while now. Um, it's, phew, it's at least, at least been, two weeks. Uh, no, it's at least been, I think it's been about four months. Do no. You, do you send it in for like this silly is not possible. Uh, absolutely. No, I don't. I, I let I let things accumulate until I can't handle it anymore. A lot of, it might be like 12 silly dashboard. but I send it in for the 12 silly things at once. Have you sent it in for rattles? Absolutely, but not alone, along with other things. But you know that's never going to get fixed here. Yeah, well, Never. they tried, but it still rattles Never. in the yeah. same way. Yeah. So there's no, no point. No, not. So fleet update, Morgan 4.4 came back for the second time from the service. I had to send it back. I wasn't satisfied, but it's come back, and it's going really, really well, sort of better than it's gone in two, three years. I think uh, a general tightening up, there's much less scuttle shake in the car. The car's sort of much feeling much more solid. Um, what did they do? Add some drive. wood glue. Did you apply? Did you apply some linseed oil? Yeah, like a cricket bat. Some linseed oil. Give it a, a light yeah, sanding. Light sanding. Yeah. sanding. Lock it in with a cricket ball in the yeah. sock. <laughs> Absolutely. No. no. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, anyone who doesn't listen to, the, listen to the Morgan segment, Morgans are made of wood. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's Entirely. right. Hilarious. And we said the how hilarious. from one tree. <laughs> <laughs> we said how hilarious this all was back then, too. Yeah. Um, anyway, nice They're little. They're in the rain. Back, back to it. Can't <laughs> close the yeah, door. Yeah. Can't close the <laughs> door. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's a good chance you can float home. <laughs> That's brilliant. Like a speedboat. 
For men who like speedboats and cars. <laughs> Forget the Morgan. <laughs> the Reaver <Next> Morgan. <laughs> non eleven T just continues to continue. It's just it's been fine for a long time. Yeah, and it's just there's no except for really Thomas's. Couple of issues, couple of niggles I'm having with the nine eleven T at the moment that are irritating me is the seat mechanism for the driver's seat is starting to wear. So you start going one click back. So every time you sort of (laughs) change gear, you go one click back and you sort of get further and further away from the steering wheel, which is probably (laughs) extremely unsafe. (laughs) You become more gangster with every acceleration. And then you kind of fix it and then it happens again, which is probably not the best thing. I need to look into that. Mine only does it on the passenger side, but it's it's, it's classic. Do you know where it is? It's it's the ratchet mechanism. No, it's, it's the seat rails. They start to wear. It's not the seat No, no, it's not the seat rails. No, no, it's, it's just the, the backrest. Back back back. back. Oh, yeah, okay. the backrest. Okay. No, the whole seat doesn't move backwards. It's just the backrest. Sort of, you end up sort of lying in the back seat eventually <laughs> if you don't get it fixed. But it's it's okay. It adds to the drive. It adds to the drama. Sometimes it takes you a little bit unexpectedly. <laughs> or but what you could working. do is you, if you've got a big Pilates ball, you could stick that behind. Yeah. The, no, well, that's, that's definitely that's what, what I, I thought do. was maybe to glue or duct tape the seat to the front windscreen. So that doesn't <laughs> anyway, but, uh, or a medicine <laughs> ball because that would help with weight <laughs> oh, distribution. Come on, okay, let's, I, I want to hear about the E. Haven't seen that thing for ages. Nine Eleven E. Um, I'm driving a little bit less often now <laughs> because we 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 moved it. Um, it used to live with us, and now it moves in my brother-in-law's palace of a garage. Um, nice new home, but because it's off the premises, I see it less. Um, also, going on, we're having a continuous issue with the rear brake light because the um, the connection for the rear bulbs after 40 however many years is starting to wear and it doesn't matter what bulb you put where or how how much tinfoil you shove in between the valve and the connector it seems to not work so we're looking into that but otherwise that thing is still magnificent that thing's attached to the coward pedal apparently (laughs) yeah the brake pedal's the coward pedal oh Oh, i see uh uh, the brake light is attached to the coward pedal understood uh, any other what other S S 911S um, um, let's yeah. not forget that let's not forget 911S 911S um, mm, yeah 911S is a bit of a problem 911S has I think a problem with a mechanical fuel injection so it's fantastic until you reach sort of 5,000 6,000 RPM and it starts to cough and it doesn't oh, pull. That's a problem for the S because exactly. that's really where it lives. So in the end, that's where it lives and it's a big problem for us. Do you know what it probably is? What is it? It's probably Thomas, your, the medicine ball. Your CDI box. It's going. It's okay. old. And um, I suggest you get what I've got. Yes. Is the classic retrofit uh, CDI plus ignition system. Was that, a, sh- that S. a shameless plug? No, it's just brilliant. It's just it's it's the only way to go. Have you installed it yet? No, it hasn't come here. So we don't know that it's better. Why? Well, is, it is. Car, is it broken? No. Ah. ah. I just wanted but to you be better. But you replaced it anyway. Making cars better. We've discussed this. Constant little tweaks to just make them better. What a stitch in time. Um, yeah, a stitch in time. Do you think you'll ever drive them to see whether or not it... Uh, well, if it ever starts raining, yeah. whose fleet do you want to talk about next? Mark's. Mark Paluda. Mm. Ah, no, mine's all fine. Okay. <laughs> Nothing to report. Well, let me. Uh, okay, the Aston's fine. Yeah. No problems there. It really is. Just serviced. I think I've just put new brake pads in probably a few months ago. Um, the GT3 hasn't yeah. been fixed in been four years. I was serviced the strong. other day, man. I did 800 kilometers in it between the last services. 
Uh, yeah, that's, needs, not, that's not good. No, no. And that, needs, that needs to change. It needs rear brake discs. Um, yeah. Um, the Spider, which you keep reminding me, needs the steering box overall, even though it had one done a few years ago. Um, and the 3.2 had a valet the other day. Hmm. Full nice. detail. Did your mate vomit in it? <laughs> Fortunately not. <laughs> it looked very good, I might add. Yeah, I saw it after that detail. It's it it done lovely. It's lovely done, yeah. Mm. We should nice talk call. about detailing one day. We should. Mm. Actually, I, I wanted to get somebody in. day on the car. I wanted to get a man in to talk about oh, detailing. You should. I'm going yeah. to. No, we have a few good guys. Idea, what about the Ducati? Oh, the Ducati. I actually rode this weekend. What? I rode it to Barnes's house. You yeah. don't care about the Ducati. You just want to speak about everything except my cars. I, <laughs> thought, I thought your motorbikes were a little bit like Thomas's cars. No. They're sort of just there for show. It normally is, but I realize that if I don't ride it, it's going to do more okay. harm than good. And mm. and you rode it and you didn't die? <laughs> I managed to avoid death. Also unusual. Certain death did not happen. No, that's lucky. It was actually really nice. Yeah, I think I'm ready to have a bike lesson. Oh, good. I'm ready to give one. The Vespa hasn't started for about three years. Hmm. The last time it started was when I was there. Oh, uh, that was... Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. Wait, but was that the black one or the white the one? The black one. No, that's gone. That's gone. The white one hasn't started for a long time. Hmm. And then... That's it. Well, there's there's another car parked in there. Pajero. No, there's a Montreal. But oh, yes. Yeah, oh. We haven't done anything to that. That's a whole other discussion. Yeah, that's, that's one day that when that, pending. when that thing gets going... Oh. It'll oh. be lovely, yeah. To the oh. listeners, Google the Alfa Romeo Montreal, and there's a nice video on it, I think, on Petrolysis yeah. recently. Yeah, Have yeah, a look. a cool car. Mm, Very cool car. That's nice. So, yeah, that needs that needs a lot of work, though. But a cool car, yeah. That's me. Not, all of them drivable. All of them at home, Mike. No big issues, no big shakes. I had all of the all cars of them at home. Every single one was there at the beginning of December. And now look at us. Now I can so play soccer. Short luck for the bus tomorrow. Yeah. I'm hoping. Crossing fingers. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Tom, tell us about something Japanese. Yeah. So the materia <laughs> keeps on going on. I drove it down to Cape Town over the over the December holidays, and uh, I did a quick service before I left. So quickly ran down to the local parts shop, got myself an oil filter, some oil, and, and new brake pads and discs. Got it all done. Service. Who did it for you? Me. Nice. Yeah. Well done, Tom. Nice, Tom. It was, it was good. You guys saw the photographs. How many no, people didn't. did you take on that, on that trip? No, you took my bike. Hmm. That's exciting. Bike. So that was cool. But the problem was is they didn't have a sun plug for me. So I had to reuse the old one. Ooh. And now as a result. Sun plug or sun plug washer? Sun plug washer oh, and okay. sun plug. So now it's dripping a little bit of oil. You can use the same plug, not the washer. Yeah. Because the, the washer is copper washer. and it crashes yep. slightly. Exactly. So I've got a slight oil leak there. Okay. Which I'll address when I do it again. Um, other than that, it's filthy. I haven't cleaned it since I got back because it's always been raining. Oh, my God. Are women still going nuts for that thing? Oh, they dig it, huh? It's um, from behind. The Porsche I haven't driven since, you know, last year. Obviously, because it's, it's raining. raining. It's just raining. And it's the only not waterproof Porsche in the yeah. world. But also in the world. There's a man who's been, who's been expressing interest in purchasing the Daihatsu. Oh, so, really? so if he did, I've been actual looking. actual human man. Yeah. I've been looking for suitable replacements. Mm. Anything. With yes. Lexus badge on. 2005 Lexus IS300. Oh. Oh. 70,000 Ks on the clock and a full service history. And a 2JZ engine. And a 2JZ. It's basically oh. a four-door Supra. Unbelievable. So not. I wish you luck with that. It is. Totally. We're driving to see it on Saturday. Uh, which well, one? IS what? Oh, what? Which one? Sorry. IS300. 
The IS, where did I drive? Nadav made no, me drive. No, this is the first this generation. Is the first generation. Also this is known cool. as the Toyota Altezza. Wow. Yes. Just for, as a reminder, worst car I've ever driven. IS? Two? 250. 250. Yeah, worst car I've ever generation. driven. Did you fall asleep while you were driving it? Honestly, the salesman actually said to me, are you sure you want to drive this? It's so <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and that's <laughs> how you ended up in a diesel C-Class. Which is fantastic compared to the Lexus. Mm. All the talk. Mm. Oh, yeah. Someone about to talk. Oh, I may actually have an, a car coming to to um, stay in the cave, and it's a deal that if it stays there. I get to I get to drive it. Fantastic. My Reminded. friend calls it calls it Ronda Burgundy. Mm. It, is, it is a 280 CE. Oh, lovely. Oh, God. Those are cool cars. What a lovely Really, one, one, really two, awesome. Which is a W123. Which is like a mid 80s, um, but it's the coupe. And, and Merc Coupe is Ronda just Burgundy. Had, Ronda Burgundy. And uh, the, they just have an elegance about them, the coupes. The 280 CE, one of the most beautiful cars, I think. And yeah. Brilliant. The fact that they're still so affordable, mind boggles. M- Mercedes of that one, era. This one's the best. This is free. Mm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, enough about everything, guys, because we're out of time, unfortunately. From all of us here at Cargumentative, thanks for listening and tuning in. And uh, we'll be back with you next week, same time, same place. Yeah. And until then, keep it safe out on the roads. <laughs>